Dutch is a lifelong early adopter and trend discoverer. Chris is a philosopher, engineer, and futurist. Together, they are oddly incorrect. Oh, better late than never. <laughs> what happened? Well, I went in last night at about, I guess, 11 o'clock, and it still said 8.30, and I didn't check it this morning when I went out on my walk. I was, I think I was awake when you sent it, and I, I was sitting here. I had the window open last night. I must have closed it. That's the only thing, because it's no, normally I open it the night before, you know, like 12 hours. I'm waiting for you for 12 hours, and <laughs> it didn't open so I've, I've been sitting here and i was like okay we're, uh, we're, i'm thinking it's 8 30 and i'm like okay well you know yeah my sorry about that going off. No, no 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 need to apologize so so we got 45 minutes right yeah hey, i'm canadian i have to apologize that's part of no, my no, nature no please please <laughs> over apologizing has taken over the country please please tell please. me oh tell me about it tell me about it i don't think we should i don't think we should ever apologize ever again you know, John, I, I used to think that John Wayne would say never apologize in a sign, sign of weakness. And he says this in like several different movies. So I mm -hmm. really believe and he believes it. Um, and, yeah, I'm always uh, trying to come up with a different word, but. <laughs> a different word than apologize. A different word than sorry. That doesn't mean apologies, but still uh, conveys. So, okay, so I, I, <laughs> regret. I worked really hard. I, I, I mean, I'm not going to say I, I got rid of it, but. For a long time, I worked really hard. I don't use it in text. You know, I don't use the word sorry. I, I use I regret you feel that way. I apologize. And that's that's my standard thing. I regret you feel that way. Or I'm, I regret that you're upset, blah, 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 whatever. Yep. And I apologize. But I, the sorry thing is um, when I was taking um, sports psychology way back in the Stone Ages, uh, they were, there was, I came across the concept of self-talk mm -hmm. and that's the internal dialogue that we have in our heads. You know, we're testing, you know, saying this stuff. Should I say that? Should I say, shouldn't I say that? Yep, well, yep. your mind is not smart enough to interpret whether it's talking to itself or not. Mm. So I didn't like the word sorry because it also connotates that I'm a sorry human being. Yes. Okay, I see what you're saying. It has multiple meanings. It does. Word. Yeah. So you, so I try I, that one in particular. I try not to use. Now I have to use it because other people don't. A lot of you need a. You, what we need is a word for an um, inconsequential error. Mm. So, like you know, oops. Uh, Yes, like oops, yeah. So that that you know. Thank you for the word. I'm I'm gonna start. Oops. I don't I mean, like. Sounds, I don't like mob. Go ahead. It sounds really uh, childlike and everything, but it's perfect. Yeah. It's a perfect word because it's basically what it is. It's a oops. Well, it was, oops. <laughs> yeah. I just hadn't thought of that. That's I'm gonna I'm gonna start using that because. Uh, my other one, the other one, I really, I really don't like my bad. I, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Well, it's I, also dated, right? It's totally well, it's dated. dated yeah. But come on. Sorry is dated too. I mean, <laughs> and if we're going to go down the dated route, let's, let's put the, put the, put the nail in the coffin of you go girl. Oh my <laughs> God. 
Is that are people still saying that? I don't think people yes, are still I saying that. Yes, I run across it every once in a while. And you go around and like the stuff. I'm like, okay, in the nineties, yeah, okay, I could see you needed some women empowerment. No, but now we're a, we're in the minority, and they don't need the empowerment. They've got all the they've got all the money. They got all the power. Exactly. So, you know, exactly. <laughs> back it off a little bit. You know, you the the pendulum has swung. You've got to watch it. You've got 50, 52 percent of the population. You know what I wonder. So they keep right. talking about white supremacy, but we really should be concerned about female supremacy, right? But yes. Yeah. And, and okay, if we're going to uh, if we're going to open that one, you know, there there was there's plenty of anthropologists out there who believe that we had a matriarchy and that we quashed it. Mm-hmm. The goddess. So if you've done any reading, there's the goddess, the goddess religions way back in the Stone Age, because there's a lot of them. You know, they're 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 pregnant pieces looking of stone or something like that. So there was a, it was a mystery, I'm sure. They didn't yeah. really understand what was going on. Yeah. So there was a matriarchy, and then the patriarchy came down and quashed the matriarchy. Well, I'm kind of halfway thinking, the misogynist that I am, is there's a reason why we quashed the matriarchy is because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. It Maybe it doesn't. I almost think that... Which is interesting you should say that because I almost think that the uh, matriarchy would be more brutal than a patriarchy. I, I, because, yes. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you, you go ahead. I'm agreeing with you. You go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like the, um, (laughs) I just had a conversation with a guy yesterday. We were talking about uh, female founders and female investors and how Mm -hmm. they're harder, they're, women are harder on other women than they, than they are on, on, on 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 men and it's like uh, yeah it's for sure, true it's almost like and it's not just it might be something to do with um you know wanting to make sure that they're not showing any favoritism or whatever but there is there is a there is like some underlying i don't know what i don't know what to call it but it's like a like a we're not going to let you into our club unless you tendency, pay all the process we had to pay yeah it's like a tendency towards uh vengefulness or something like that i don't i don't know <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but it just well, feels so, like so it's a, so there's a streak of it, there's a streak of mean cruelty there that yes. I think men may not have as as bad. I'm sure there's some many men who have that streak of cruelty, but there just seems to be an underlying streak of cruelty throughout. And might just me, be me talking as a guy, but I mean, I, it's a, it's that's a well known. I, I right. mean, the reason I'm agreeing with you because it's a well known phenomenon. Ah, okay. It, so one of the things there is the in-group, so it's in-group, out-group boundaries. You're not getting into the group until you paid the same price that I had to pay to get into the group. Right. Right. So think about, think about you know, when you're looking at women investors and I'm not going to say founders because they're probably younger, but the investors are probably of the older class of, of, a, of a certain age. Yeah. So they paid some pretty heavy dues. Mm-hmm. And they're going to make sure that to get their pound of flesh for the people who are younger who didn't have to pay those dues. Right, right. So it's it's a form of hazing. I mean, you got to think of all of this stuff is a, it's you got you got to pay over crap before we're going to give you the keys to the kingdom. It's the same thing. They're, they're not going to give them the keys. They're not going to give them the investment. They're going to make them toe the line. And, you know, before we give them the money or, or give them our prestige or whatever. Right. So I went through all of this hell. So you have to go right. through all of this hell, too. Otherwise, you're not valid. 
you're not you're not you're not going to be a member of the club mm. so we you and i've talked about this so this is this is like the illuminati thing in a different context it's the same thing you're not going to be a member of the club unless you've done all these things to get into the club yeah and at some point you some of these things are legacy things i mean hazing is a really good word there mm-hmm. in because they're they um i think mil i think some of the things that guys do we haze people uh and you know we haze just to just to let them know that what that somebody's older than them has a little more experience to just to knock a little bukkake off you understand yeah. but we do that to each other all the time no matter what oh, I, I know we're but <laughs> we're used to it yeah yeah we i mean right. we grew up with it and um i'm thinking that women that are in that club have not learned to moderate it yes but yeah i mean it's it's once you get in the club then then okay you don't need to make it as tough as nails for everyone because what they're holding them to is a standard this is like holding them back to a standard of and kind of in a reverse way is they're holding them to the standard that they went through, even though 20 years has passed. That's right. They're not trying to help them along. It's no. almost like it's a, it's a, it's kind of like my my uh, there was a guy who I used to know who would joke. He was a Greek and he would joke around that it's too bad he wasn't born Italian or Jewish or Israeli so that he his his culture would help him. Because the uh, Greeks hate each other, right? They they tear each other down, right? So it's like somebody says to me, "Oh, when you go," uh, or my wife says, "Oh, we're in a Greek restaurant. Talk Greek to them." I say, Are "You kidding? They're going to ruin our food." <laughs> <laughs> you think we're going to get a deal? It's going to be the opposite. And you know, it's like so. His his uh, thinking was, "Oh, the Italians and the Jews help each other, but the Greeks te- Greeks tear each other down." And it's a similar concept, right? I mean, that women tear yeah. each other down and men help each other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know well, I, generalizations, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, but I think the reason that we can generalize is because there are some there are some structural things that women haven't gone through. Most of them don't really I, I think about it. They play, they didn't go. Most of them didn't go through team sports. Yeah, I yeah. think that's a big thing where they have to go in as I won't say as a well. Yes, I will as a freshman. Yeah. When you hit the high school, you're now in you're in teams who who are not in your age grade. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you are suddenly you're not no matter how top dog you are, somebody has been there longer than you and they're going to try to keep you from taking their their place on the team. Yeah. And then you're going to roll into it next year. I, I, I can tell you my seniors and my juniors when I was in high school were never bad at hazing, but the sophomores, oh mm-hmm. my God. Yeah. These the guys worst. were the ones they were the worst because they, they it was pressure in their mind and they knew <laughs> like you're gonna pay the price that I paid. You know? I'm like, That's okay. right. That's so, right. That's right. <laughs> but going back to what I was saying is the team the team sports thing, think about I mean think about um Women's soccer is on the rise, but women's tennis was really big for a long, long time. That yeah. was and yep. women's golf too, and they're not really team. Those are not really team sports. Yep, exactly. They're always, exactly right. They're highly competitive sports, and they don't really learn in those particular sports. They may be working on a team, but they're playing individually. 
I guess the only thing I would say that counters that is doubles, and and uh, and um, and golf is really kind of hard to put up with. But tennis is good as an analogy because they do have doubles, doubles. But that uh, that's it. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's the rest very them, different working with one other person than it is working right. with a team. And uh, although I'm curious, can you tell me more about this matriarchy thing? I mean, is there more reading or movies or something I can watch to get some more information on that? Because I think what you're saying really, really strikes a chord in me. I'm thinking like it, it sounds so intuitively true that there were these matriarchies that were absolutely whatever they were, and we had to do something about it. And I'm, I'm curious to know where, like, where where you read that or if oh, it's some more it's an accumulation so i'm but okay. i'm going to uh, it's an accumulation like for well it's uh, i can tell you that you sorry it started in um let's see what which is the psychology class i think it's human development mm-hmm. it, it, was, it was required it was required for the minor i, I wasn't a major so I, but it was required for the minor human mm-hmm. developments and so they would talk about in there that the the let's see, I always get this wrong. The is if the X chromosome that the men have is two Y's and XY for men over women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. right. So the X chromosome. So think about this. The X chromosome was put into nature as a mutant mm. because the Y chromosome. That that started my thinking. Right. Okay. I mean, it's, as because um, because when you look at the genitalia as it develops, is the X chromosome sub um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it uh, overrides the Y chromosome. Genitalia. Right, because we all start out as we, we all start, start out as, as girls, feminine, feminine right. yeah, female, yeah. So think about that: is that there's a dominance within the gene pool. Mm. that that controls the 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 y chromosome mm. i thought and i you know this is just i'm this is a misogynistic all kinds of stuff uh, so but then you can go well, but we you know we want to explore all things here i mean we do we, <laughs> without no judgment limits. without judgment <laughs> there's no limits so so uh, to go back to what you were asking me go back and look at the goddess the goddess um but, uh, there's a term that goes with it. It's the, the maternal goddess or the, the goddess, the goddess culture or something like that, because it, it goes back about 40,000 years. Yeah, so it predates it, it, all, all of our religions, yes. including things like uh, Greek mythology right. and, and, all that, and Norse yes, mythology. It, yeah. Well, I don't know about Norse mythology. Is it, it's... I'm starting to hear some really strange things there. <laughs> is that I, I don't know if you have you run across Pallades? Have you run across these guys? Who? Oh my God! You're, so here we go with another rabbit hole for you. Oh today. boy, I love I love uh, rabbit holes. Go for the it, Pallades. So there's the Palladians and what's the other? Um, oh, Pallades as in the star as in the star yes, cluster. The star okay. group, yeah, okay. star group. And supposedly the Norse culture is the Palladian uh, uh, stocking of the planet, something like that. Oh, stocking as in, as in like as human in stock? Genetic, yeah, as in doing genetic 
genetic genetic modifications okay. of the of the human stock to get to the Palladian ideal or something like that. Interesting. I, I, it was really interesting two or three years ago, and I, I went into it a little bit, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's interesting, but I'm gonna wait for it to. But I'm gonna let it simmer for a while. It's, right. You can't go down every single stinking one of them. Um, <laughs> Some of these rabbit but, holes are pretty deep. Oh man, I'm telling you, some when you start going back, what's his name is Graham, Graham Hancock. He's mm-hmm. so it is. I think that's right. He's a he's he's in a. I don't know if I'd call him an Egyptologist, but he's certainly within that where he's talking about rewriting the timeline of the pharaohs. I don't know if you run across that one or not. No. What's um, that? <laughs> So there is there is um, um, the timeline of the pharaohs is they there is enough evidence out there that they think that they were actually uh, another probably another five hundred or a thousand years that needs to be put into the timeline. Oh really? Uh, yeah, and then there there there's a guy I can't remember what his, I think it's called Broad Insight on on YouTube. He's he's deep into it. Um, where he got, he went, he went so deep. He went to Egypt and went to the the the, uh, the uh, pyramids and some of the other sites there in Egypt. And he's putting out a podcast based on that trip. Hmm. Um, where he taught, he goes in. There's some there's some oddities in the um, in the structure of the pyramids where they're starting to think that they're they're power generating things, almost like you've seen Stargate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they're they're thinking there's more stargate there's more of the of the original stargate there's more in that movie than we thought there was it is, is a really good myth for us yes there might be something there yeah well that's the thing that's the thing that about that movie that i found interesting is that um it seems like to have tapped into something deeper than the surface right oh yeah that there's that there's that there's more there i mean it's almost like a surface a surface rendition of stuff that is all in there and in there deep. And it really appeals because there's something there. There's definitely something there behind it. It's a you know, touchstone. Some, so it's a yeah. touchstone. So what's the touch? They hit a touchstone and they, obviously they, they, the, the guys that did the, the original movie missed out on a mining a gold mine because how many series have come out of that? Yeah. Two, three. Yeah. Yeah. I think three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's a in the original movie is is really thought provoking, in in the way that we think about it is okay. If we could go back, what would we see there? Would we mm-hmm. see this this uh, alien being um, putting us all together and calling us their children? Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since I've seen the movie, but it's, it was I watched it several times. Yeah, uh, you know that's the great thing about HBO or something. You can watch a movie several times for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, have you seen? Have you seen Devs? Speaking of speaking of looking back into the past, have you seen Devs? D E V D E V S. It's on Hulu. No, I haven't seen it. Okay, so uh, the concept here is that this there's this guy who is uh, this Silicon Valley billionaire, and he has a place. He has a company here, and mm-hmm. he's building a machine. And I'm only about halfway through it. But he's building a machine to look into the past and to the future, because he's 
obsessed with the his daughter who died when she was younger. Okay. And I'm not quite sure where it's going to end, but he he they were able to get uh, visuals of of Jesus on the cross. Right. In this through this through this window that they were that they were looking at. And I thought, well, that's interesting. And it, it made me think, it's like all of the records we have and all the history we've written could be absolutely nothing like what it was really like. Right. Oh, I'm sure it's really we have, not like that. We have yeah. absolutely no real picture of what life was like back then. I and mean, wouldn't it be fascinating to be able to do that? <laughs> to actually go back and look at life. I don't at, know. At the time don't know and say it was I'd completely different. Back. What's that? I don't know if I'd want to go back. Let me think about that for just a minute. Because time travel. Um, but even just to see, I mean, not to actually go and affect it, just to be able to, you know, I must have a visual visual so uh, you're you're talking about galaxy quest what galaxy quest did that (laughs) so they're broadcasting tv out there for what 50 60 years yeah and the the aliens show up looking they've been looking at our tv broadcast for 50 60 years yeah (laughs) so they're out of sync (laughs) so it's it's it's, to me that's the same thing you're we're going to go back to actually see what it is but even even then, the way you and I talked about this, which timeline would we actually be on? Because if it forks at every decision, kind of like I think it does, is is every timeline is played out. That's that's the uh, oh exactly exactly, and that's, that's the and quantum then, thing. Is yeah. every possibility is explored every, on every level, which is mind-boggling on its own. Just to think about, uh, I decided I decided not to call her, and I decided to call her. Yep. And then I said, hello. And then I said, ah, you know, every single, I'm like, that's mind blogging the detail, the level of detail that we'd have to go into. Oh yeah, exactly. And, and the other thing so, about this, his concept is that <clears throat> everything is deterministic, right? There's no such right. thing as free will. And because it says life works on tram lines. So whatever happened in the past is exactly what happened in the past. And the future is also all mapped out for us. So he just twiddles some dials on this device and all of a sudden he can see, you know, a day, two days, three days in like weeks, months, years into the future. And because, because the concept is that he's got this quantum computer and the quantum computer is able to determine the yeah, extrapolation because there's only yeah. one possible path. That's what, that's what he's trying to say is that, you know, we may think that there's multiple, most, multiple paths and multiple futures. Except multiple you're using universes. the wrong word. You're using possible yeah, you should be using probable. Yes, multiple probable universes, multiple probabilities. Yeah, but in so, his mind, there's that that does not exist. There's only one possible past yeah, and future how universe. He, <laughs> how, I mean, it's, okay, let's play that out for just a minute. Yeah, we got multiple probabilities coming out of an event. Yeah, which one extinguishes first? Because the the true path will be the one that has, is more robust. robust and last longer, wouldn't you think? Yeah, yeah. But so that's what he's would, trying to would, say. He's trying to say that there is only one path. There's no multiverse theory. Yeah. There's no multiverse theory of the universe. Now, who knows? Maybe by the end of the series, he discovers there is such a thing. <laughs> but I mean, in in our puny human minds, we can't we can't imagine anything other than a multiverse theory, right? I mean, there is another theory, right? Oh, I can. Another... No, I can tell you. Most you and I are like way front, way way on the front of the curve of multiverse I, right. you talk about with 
percent of the population and what do you mean multiverse what what, is, <laughs> what do you mean what is that oh you're crazy i'm okay how do you know i'm crazy you know how do you know i'm not right and and so that's the same thing is how do you know even if there is one path um this uh, oh man you just tapped on something how do you know in evolution there's a there's a they're using math to attack evolutionary theory they are run across this one no no there there is a guy that is a mathematician that is is going back and saying that with all the permutations that are out there there is not enough time for for evolution to have worked oh really so he's saying what i'm saying he's saying that uh there are so many permutations Mm. out there that there's not enough the time to for these things to get tested out is not long enough oh so we had we had help yeah that's interesting uh he's you can find him on youtube he's a he's a i'm a statistician i think it's been a couple years well there's no way we there's no way we we could know right no (laughs) with our limited scope of of time uh, time scope i guess yeah, always think of always think of time as a scope, is uh, mm. not not as a um, what um, not a telescope. The um, a uh, cone. That's the word. That's so you have this, and it's a point, and then the time spreads out. It gets bigger the further away it gets, and the probability is within that cone. Right. You know, there's outside the cone, not a probability that's ever going to be real. But from the event, it just spreads out as a cone. It's a metaphor for me to think about this event, and it's going to spread, you know. And and, and it it's it's a rough way of thinking about it, but still, it helps me think. Okay, this is in the code and not in the code. But of course, you know, once you start thinking about it, you go, well, you know, then every possible event is a cone. Yep, <laughs> is a new cone. We got multi cones <laughs> instead of multi Okay. <laughs> I, I, but I, in my little bitty mind, I had to, okay, this is, I did this, it's going, it's, this is the ripple effect. I guess that's another way to do it, which we yep. will talk about. It's a ripple. You're creating a ripple. Okay. What's that going to look like in a year? Mm-hmm. And if you're going with the chaos theory and the butterfly effect, there is, it's made a change in something. We just don't always be able to track it down. Like, like you and I've talked about with, uh, with James Burke is we don't know what the connections are. Yeah, and the thing that you that you blew my mind with is that multiple events could reach at the same timeline. You could get that bounce back onto the same timeline because I was I, I always think I thought can converge. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like I, I never thought of that, but it, I guess it is infinitesimally possible that timelines can converge. How do you know this infinite? Inf- when you're dealing with infinity. So you got in well. If you have infin- infinite events causing infinite new timelines, then right. there's infinite possibilities that infinite yep. <laughs> timelines. It's a mind-boggling thing. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to deny it's not a mind-boggling thing. Which is why you and I like talking about it because it just boggles our mind. And, so you can and, go back in time, you know, kill your parents, and come to the present, and you'd still be alive. And not just because it's a different universe, but because you know, your parent, your parents married other people, or you were, you were the child of some other couple. Well, right. Okay. So, so 
Let me let me see how. Isn't that isn't that possible? It. Because the timeline could have wait just wait wait. I'm itself. trying to think here. You're not okay. letting me think. <laughs> Sorry. You have to you have to kill your parents before they procreate. Yes. You you they have you have to kill them before you are created because then you become your own cone, right? Correct. Correct. But so now so let's say that you didn't kill them before they procreated and you were born. You could kill them at any time after they created you and it would be a different timeline you know there you could decide i'm going to kill mom and dad and i can you can decide i'm not going to kill mom and dad and it's going to fork that's no but okay so think of this you go back and kill your parents before they procreate okay you go back to the future and you're still there but you're a different person because you had different parents (laughs) wait wait how could you be so are you talking to me about the the longevity not the longevity uh, the 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 immutability of the soul yes the soul you are that's what you're at okay no no, no what happens is that you 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 do disappear but you become somebody else so you you, you your well, previous okay. individuality is is eliminated like you never existed right you never you never existed but you as a person as a personality, uh, I never existed, but yeah. my soul would to to carry forward. If I'm understanding what you're saying, my soul would be there, but my individuality or my individual personality would not be. Possibly, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's that, that's sort of why wouldn't why couldn't that happen? Because the timeline could reconverge, right? Because somebody went into that time machine. Yeah. In the year 2011, 2021, somebody went into that time machine, but it wasn't the same person who you went back and killed the killed the parents of. <laughs> Timeline okay. Now I'm too confused. I, I, no, I'm not totally confused because I, I, I mean, one, um, we're going back to science fiction and and, and what I'm trying to think of the guy's name. I want to say it's Orson Scott Card. Is he the one that did the? The night, of, the night of time, or something like that. Oh, I don't know. He's he's the Andrews game guy. No, that's not it. Maybe it's. I, I need to go back and because there's a guy who's the night of time, mm-hmm. and that that was a that was one for if you're if you're a concrete thinker that you, that will that will warp your your thing. You said the night of time, as in K N I G H T or N I G H T. Okay. Yeah. Like, let, like me a, see, let me while while we're talking, see if I can come up with it. Um, if I can get my cursor to go in my little window here. So so you're so the immutability of the soul. So we're finally back to Plato again. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we love Plato. I think we both Platonists. <laughs> But then, you know, both of us are Aristotelian too, so I don't know. You know what's really interesting? I I was in a bookstore the other day, and they had a book called Plato, uh, Republican, sorry, no, Democrat or Totalitarian. (laughs) I should should have picked that book Totalitarian. (laughs) Totalitarian. Totalitarian. Absolutely. I I mean, I think think that's why we're having so much trouble with it, because all the, all the, uh, you and I Plato is a this. totalitarian. I didn't yeah, know that. Absolutely. Huh. Are you kidding? <laughs> Have you read the Republic? <laughs> I know. Silver it all, it all starts there, right? <laughs> and I, and I, I think a lot of it goes 
from what little I know of, of the Spartans, they really admired the Spartans. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of the, from what I understand, a lot of the Republic came from Spartan thinking, where they would take the child away from the parents and raise yep. them as a product of the state. Yep. Yep. Okay, that pretty much sounds like the Republic to me. Mm-hmm. So anyway, night of uh, night of time. Let me see. Okay, so it's. The Knight of Time is a secret agent unknown to the world who protects the order of time and space after this, the good for nothing sales friends. Okay, it's some kind of book. It's not exactly oh, I got to check that I'm out because for. I had that I had a similar concept there too. But I, I guess that's that's a, that's a common science fiction trope where somebody goes back and messes things up, and then somebody goes back and sets things right. So well, there's so there's 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 the the Galaxy Quest thing. There's an there's one that that the light the speed of light slows down in glass mm-hmm. right it does it, it does oh. if you get glass thick enough it will speed of light slows down so that you can do slice time slicing that's, mm. that's the concept where you get if you got a, like an infinite sheet of glass and you could you could slice it out and go back to any part in time that you wanted to and see it So we do have time machines today. Well, I, well, we don't have infinite sheets of glass yet, but we're getting there. But somebody will come out. Who knows? In a hundred years, when somebody listens to this, all oh, these crazy guys are sitting there in the podcast and they're speculating about something that we all know about now. So I don't mm-hmm. know. No, that's what I love about uh, human beings. We we're so ingen- We have so much ingenuity. <laughs> we can invent anything. Well, it's all words. It's it's only. It's, I mean, the only thing that grounds it, it's got to be in reality. I mean, that's the only. Yeah. Thing. And even then, reality. Who know. gives a shit about reality? Know, reality knew, is not important. The minute I said that, I said that word because both of us don't really believe in reality as as the way it is. Oh, I so, believe it. I believe there's a reality, but we 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 purposely forget about it, or we purposely well, disregard well, it, or we purposely are, think are that it's not important. Yeah, we purposely look at it and go, eh. Yeah, I don't like that. We don't reality. like that. Yeah, I don't like that. This this is reality I'm going to create. <laughs> this reality is much more fun than that. <laughs> the thought the thought process of creating your own reality must be just mind boggling. And yep. you know, when you guys talk about um, uh, uh, world building. Uh, within the within the gaming and um, and even science fiction is the world building, um, the godlike nature of being the author. Yeah, you will run across that. Is that uh, authors have this godlike thing where they are creating not only characters but worlds for those characters yeah. to interact in. Well, human beings have always wanted to do that. And I mean. You know, I, and I'm guessing that's why authors get so much credit for being great thinkers. I'm like, mm, some of their books are crap, but at least they tried. They're doing most of the books nowadays are crap. <clears throat> I haven't read them. I haven't read them. Just like just like President Trump said the other day, everything woke turns to shit. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. I'm trying to figure out how to work that into my other podcast as a as a thing without trying to trying to be too uh anti-woke about it because you know i gotta I got be trying to be above board on my other show and i'm trying to figure out if if we could just attach wokeness to 
the solvable problems problem, right? So you know what I mean by that, right? Solvable problems? Yes. So remember what I was telling you before about, you know, people in other countries are like, why, you know, you guys, why are you guys so worried about this stuff? You know, this is like first world problems that aren't really important. So we're creating, we're creating all these new problems because everything was fine. Like years ago, a few years ago, we were on our way to, you know, less racism, less this, less this, you know, the world was getting better. And then all of a sudden everything has to turn to shit. And it's because we've created all these problems for ourselves that didn't need to be created. And then because we know what the solutions are for them, because is more government, more Marxism, blah, blah, blah. So, so I'm almost thinking that one of the, re- like the whole woke thing is just a, a, a problem creation thing where we created the wokeness and the wokeness is driving us to, it's, 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 it's like a waste of time. We're spinning our wheels and it's, it's just a money generator. That's all it is. Well, that, it's a yeah, money that's, generator. That's true to you. Is there- they're chasing down. They're chasing down the logic, because at the end of a logic train, before before it is extinguished, at the in in the middle is a money. There's a money generating way. Yeah. At, at the end of it is is like the buggy whip. It's extinguished. It's, yeah. I mean, we still got it, but nobody is. It's not a money making proposition anymore. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like, um, you know, why do corporates spend so much money on diversity, inclusion, and, and, you know, diversity and inclusion? Because they've solved every other problem. So now they got to create a new problem, which never existed oh, before, oh, and figure out how to make some more money on problem? it. You were, <laughs> so they solved so, it. They, no, so, things were going well, so they have to they have to screw things up somehow so that they can, no, they can get no, more graft no, no. out of it. They didn't, things were not going well. What they did is find a diversion for all the crap that they oh, didn't that's a, want to have that's to a do. much We've better explanation. That's a much better explanation. We've talked about this with low-hanging fruit. They will do the low-hanging fruit because it's easy to solve. The complex Yeah, but this isn't even it isn't easy to solve. to solve. It's not even easy to solve. It's not even low-hanging fruit. It's just I think you're I think you're more correct in saying it's a distraction from doing the hard things. Yeah. They don't want to do, they, because well, it's not only Solving the woke big, problem is a distraction from solving the big problems. Right. Right. Exactly. They, and we're not even sure what the big problem is. Right. I mean, I would, so I'm reading this morning. I'm going to work this in because I was reading a cone. Okay. I don't read. I haven't read cones in a long time, but I'm reading along this one. And it's the guy, the, the cone master is going out there and he says, um, let me see if I can pull it up maybe. It's about a blade of grass. You go into the field of grass and you and you get up. So who's boss? You're talking through the blades of grass. Mm-hmm. How does a blade of grass and, and you by extension, who who's the boss? Who is it? And who's the boss? It. Yes. Who's boss the of boss what? of a blade of a of a field of grass? Who is the boss? Let me think. Think about the profundity of that. So we got a field of grass with many, many blades who are equal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, which uh, one among the among the grass? Right. Right. Among the grass, who is the boss of the grass? Within the within within there there is none. Or each each blade is the boss of itself. I'm guessing. Correct. Yeah. Well, I, I don't I don't know that I can solve that cone. 
but it's an interesting thing because it's, it, it happens so often is this authority, we use this authority versus this authority, but we're all blades of brass. How do we make that decision? Mm-hmm. As, a, as a, how do we decide this? Uh, well, I'll use Fauci. How do we use Fauci as the blade of grass we're going to listen to and not the other blades of grass over here with, uh, I think her name is Simone Gold, who is frontline doctors. Right. There's competing, there's competing blades of grass. Which one is going to be the boss? Mm-hmm. And why does it matter? Yeah. Well, one of them going with your, with the one true path with no with no predetermination is which one is going to be robust enough to survive our puny effects now but that takes time to figure out because we have to wait it does <laughs> no we don't have to wait we are impatient right. we want to have we want the answer now history yeah. is is it will be the ones waiting and it'll sort yes. it out we just have to we just have to make sure that our timeline does not get extinguished until it's t- until it's totally um, discredited. Yeah. and that's not exactly what I'm saying, but it it does not do what we thought it would do for us as a mm-hmm. as a as a species. Mm-hmm. So speaking it's of that, spe- go speak, ahead. Speaking of Fauci, have you got your ivermectin yet? <laughs> no, but I'm trying to get it. I'm, I've, I've already gone in, in so you talk, man you talk about did that go all over I mean, you talk about it it's like everywhere I'm uh, a week ago I'm having a hard time even getting a doctor to, to talk about it and all of a sudden they're meaning it on 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 Patriots win yeah <laughs> in fact one of them I didn't even get it I, I was uh, so I was a little bit slow on the uptake of the horse dewormer because it's not only a horse dewormer that's just what it is on Amazon <laughs> Exactly. That was actually my number one meme I've ever, I've ever posted on there. Is the have you seen that the horseman who says I'm here for the my woman prescription? That, the woman that goes, you did that. The, no. the African American woman that evolves into a horse or something like that. No, no, no. I didn't do that. I did oh, the next one that. down, which is uh, a horseman. There's like a horseman, and it's uh, it, the caption is, um, "I'm here for my prescription." <laughs> I will have to go in there and get that. So, and you know where I got that from? Actually, I think I did remember seeing that, but I didn't know it was you. So now I'll know who you are once I find it. I um so so that came from a movie called Sorry to Bother You. And I don't know if you've seen this movie, but you have to see this movie because if you like twisted movies, this is like a twisted movie, right? Oh wow. And a lot of people so- a when lot of people twisted, are like, "What are we talking about? Mind twisting or uh, it's, it's twisted? It's twisted in many ways. It's twisted okay. in many ways. So, uh, a lot of people on pages don't want, don't like it because they say, oh, it's too woke.' And then they look at the cast and it's all black. And I'm like, so what? You know, who cares, right? It's uh, but it's a really well, well thought through movie. It's like it's very inter- It's like a science fiction movie that starts off in reality, but then it gets crazy. <laughs> It starts off with a, a guy who's like living in uh, living in a garage because he can't afford much of anything, and he gets a job as a telemarketer, right? So there's all the you know standard telemarketing jokes in the telemarketing agency, and he meets a guy, or the company that he's telemarketing for is actually the guy has some kind of a secret for, of success, 
and he starts implementing the secret of success and he starts getting uh, more and more successful. And it just, I, I, I can't describe it because it's so off the wall. Give and, me the and name weird. of the movie. Sorry to bother you. I will have to go look it up. You What's have to go on? look it up because it is the, <laughs> I saw it with my kids. It was like totally whacked out. <laughs> Okay, it's, so it's, it's a two, 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 2018 movie. Yeah, yeah, and it's set it's set in Oakland. So in it's, Oakland, it, California, yeah. Oakland, California, oh <laughs> and uh, it's like okay, in a, it's, it's, to... in a, it's in a near future. So it's a near future Oakland, California, and I I can't really describe it. I don't want to I don't want to spoil any of it because it's really crazy. But it's it I found it hilarious afterwards. Okay. <laughs> Well, I will, I will. So they're explaining the ending. <laughs> you, you know, it's got to be something when they have to explain the ending. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got it. But it's I've very, it, it was mind. very creatively done. I say, I, I got to say. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a movie. Where we haven't done a movie here in a while. Uh, I guess um, Rose has got HBO Max. So, uh, yeah. Oh, well, have you seen Free one. Guy yet? Free Guy's in theaters. So you haven't probably no. haven't seen that yet. No, no, no. no. And uh, let's see. I don't know. Is there anything else out there worth watching? Because all the other stuff is such junk. I mean, all the Marvel stuff is such junk now. It's unbelievable. It's like, you, you've heard of the new series, What If, right? No. Okay. I'm so out of it. I mean, so there's truly. a new series. So um, Marvel had a, uh, they had a line of comics called What If, and what basically what they were were alternate histories, alternate timelines, multiverses, okay. etc. Right, and back when they had the comic, it was interesting because there were a lot of really interesting differences. Right now, of course, it's all woke. Right, so episode one is What If Captain America were female, oh, and then please. episode two, What If uh, Star Lord were uh, T'Challa or the you know the guy from Black Panther, right? <laughs> and episode three was, what if all of the Avengers were dead? <laughs> okay, like, so hello, <laughs> this is not what what if was supposed to be about. <laughs> so so let me ask. So this goes back to one of the things we've talked about is the immutable immutable soul. Yep. Okay, yep. as an Avenger, which soul pervades over what if? Yep. So we'll go back. Uh, I'll go back to Tabala. I haven't seen Black Panther, but I at least know a little bit about it. So, what if Captain America were Tabala? Okay, would no, he... no, it's actually female. Captain America oh, is okay. female. Star Lord is T'Challa. Okay, 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 okay. So, uh, okay, so I'll I'll start with Captain America. So, what if Captain America is female? Mm-hmm. Will the feminine will the feminine override the masculine, or wh- what is it? What's what's the difference? Does she um, still does she still battle for America? Yeah. Or, or no, no, she's she's the other character. Remember uh, Peggy Carter, the female mm-hmm. British spy. So she becomes Captain Captain Britain, mm-hmm. not Captain America. So so it's like instead of instead of the serum going into him. He, the serum goes into her and she becomes Captain Britain. But the exact same story pretty much plays out. Like she saves what people, difference? the war is over, blah, blah, blah. So, so and, and, and she is, of course, because she's female, much more kick-ass than Steve ever was, right? Oh, good Lord. 
So she's a speaking of female like, superiority. <laughs> what, what's the term? It's not Karen. There, oh, Mary Sue. She's a Mary Sue. Yeah, female supremacy. That's it. That's what I meant. Speaking of female supremacy, so yeah, so that's that's what it is. It's like instead of really going down alternate timelines and trying to come up with really creative juxtapositions and differences, they just they just swap one character out, like a white male character for a right. non-white male character and 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 basically run out the same story. I mean, it's idiotic. <laughs> There's no creativity well, there. <laughs> well, it's, it's totally different story. She's female. I mean, the fact that she's fighting Nazis <laughs> doesn't have anything to do with it. But in the end, I'm sure people complained that in the end she decided she, well, she was still in love with Steve anyway, and she still they still wanted to uh, you know get married and all that stuff. So there's still a heteronormative relationship there. <laughs> so I'm sure people complained about that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I can't. I can't. I cannot. So, so oh, when we're we're talking about world. the woke world, we're talking about the Twitterverse. Is what, and that's the saddest thing to have something so powerful devolve into what it has. Oh, it's junk now. I mean, and I think that the thing about Twitter is that we all need to get off it and let it die. I don't have a choice, else. but I've been suspended. I have been, I've been over. Oh, me too. I think it's, me too. I'm, I have two I'm, accounts I'm, and my, my libertarian account with 6,000 followers has been suspended. And uh, my regular account is still okay, but my libertarian account is toast. Mm. I think I posted one too many truths about COVID. Because that's what, that's what really pisses people off nowadays. That's what really pisses off the uh, pisses off these networks nowadays is truth about COVID. Well, somebody's <laughs> got to say it. They're not saying it for us. No, no. I'm sorry, sir, but I I got to jump on the know. call. I <laughs> apologize been... for the for the for the miscompute this morning. I'll watch no, no, no. It's fine. Week. No worries. You're good. All right, talk to you okay. later, man. I'll Bye. talk to you later. Bye, Have a good Chris. one. Bye. To be continued on the next episode of Oddly Incorrect.